Hey gorgeous, my name is Ingrid Anna and welcome to the Divine Femme Money Show. This is the juiciest conversation for women about money, power, sensuality, relationships, business, to build a world we want to live in. It's time for us to have love and abundance and just more goodness and juiciness. So let's get started. In this episode, Rising Into Riches and Out of Religious Shame, I interview my client, Sean Strickland. Sean is a soul shifter, real life transformer, a superhero, and a believer. She's also the author of 30 Days of Healing and empowers women to live the abundant life God has planned for them. So you're not going to want to miss this. She shares her journey of releasing those false paradigms to really work with a deep sense of faith and totally shifting her relationship to God and making money. So I cannot wait to share this journey with you. You can find the Divine Fan Money Show at your favorite podcast provider and at ingridarna.com slash show. Hey gorgeous, Sean. Thank you for being here with me, Ingrid Arna, on my Ingrid Arna Diva couch. <laughs> You're such a beauty, so I feel so honoured to be able to chat to you. So today I wanted to talk about your journey and what it's been like working with me and how you first found out about me when you got started. So your journey actually went back quite a while ago, didn't it, when you first saw me online? Yes, it's been probably about three years. Okay. And so you watched me for a while. Were you just checking me out and trying to set, to see whether I was a real deal? Or like what 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 oh no, what? absolutely. Right. Yeah. I mean, like your pictures resonated right and your 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 stuff sounded good, but I was like, you know, let me check her out <laughs> and see if she's really like this all the time, right? So I did, and you are. So thank you. So um when you started, you started in my sort of first beginner stage program, Six Figure Diva, and then you went up to Seven Figure Diva, right? So what sort of results and uh, changes did you experience during the journey? Oh, wow. That's such a good question. So um, I'm, I broke my first six figures in your six-figure program, right? And I think Honestly, I really think it was just how you held space. Like you just made it really safe for me to do. And so like when I would be freaking out over here, I'd come back and sit in the group and hear you say something and be like, okay, I can do it. I can do it. Right. And so, and then, I mean, if you remember when you, the first time you tried to get me to step up to the next program. I couldn't do it yet. I was terrified. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was terrified. I, was like, I just, and, but even in that, I think that's really when I was like, you're the real deal. It's probably going to make me a little teary because even though, I mean, you knew I was scared, but you were so gracious to me. And you said, basically you told me what to do and then to come back when I was ready. Like the way you just didn't just like, discard me because I wasn't ready for the next thing that was the thing for me that I was like no you really are the real deal and I just remember probably I remember us I don't know if you remember we were going back and forth in the messaging you would send me a voicemail I remember it was at Christmas time uh, a year ago yeah and I wanted to do it but I was terrified and Here's what's so cool. It was a big commitment though, because we were looking at not just going to seven figure diva at the time, we were looking at a, doing a funnel and things like that. It was a lot. And then you had lots of other, and I remember now you had all these personal things happening and other considerations to make. 
So it was just maybe too much of a stretch at the time. You know, sometimes I want to say something about that too, when some people, like I have gotten people to go from six-figure diva, even in the first few weeks, to the next level. And I sort of have a bit of a giggle to myself and I only reach out to certain people that I really feel, uh, I think they're all amazing women and everything, but there's just sometimes people that capture your attention and you're like, you can feel um, the resonance of the vibration of, like I can visualize and feel into this next level. Um, and I think as a coach, as a leader, as a mentor, that's part of your job. And so people to, to see that, like when your clients and students are coming to you, Sean, like, and you have, you're doing so well there, you know, that part of our job is to hold space for their next vision and be a safeguard and a safe haven for that. Um, and sometimes I think people can get very triggered too. Like they think you're just trying to upsell them or something. And you kind of like, ah, but it's more than the money because it's about that next level of experience. And I've had some people up level, and at first feel a little bit like, and they do it anyway. And then they go, oh, now I, now I get why you're doing it. And it really is that next level. Um, that's interesting. So you took the time and you process and then I held space and you came back. And so what's the next level been like for you? Because where are you at now? Because um, you went to your first six figures and six figure diva. Then we were just, we kept in touch for about a year in and out and you came back and you went into seven figure diva. And what are some of the results that you've had there? Well, so here's what's crazy. When it was time to invest in seven figure diva, it was more than the original price. Oh, yes. Oh my God. I've forgotten yeah. all of this. It was more, but I wasn't scared. That was the, that was the big shift, right? That whatever the price was at the first time, I was like, oh my God, what if we can't eat all this different stuff, right? Like the second time I was like, oh yeah, I can do this. Not only can I do this, but I'll make this money back and I'll make it back in the first month, right? It was that way that I, that I had changed. Yes. And I yes. Could, what a difference. Yeah. What a difference. That's profound. And what do you think that you did during that journey? Because I'm just really curious. Like, what do you think? Was it um, repeating the process that you'd learned in Six Figure Diva? Was it uh, having more experience? Was it what, what, what do you think was that shift during that time to go from, oh, I don't know if we'll be able to eat to, okay, I've got this. I'm going to make my investment back in that first month. Well, I kept replaying. Like, one, every time I made more money, right? You know, every time you break that barrier, you're like, I did it. I didn't die. Right. I did yes. it. <laughs> yes. So, yes. But I think the thing is, is that, you know, I just started to see myself differently. I love it. So beautiful. As, I, and how do you see yourself? How do you see yourself now? Like as a, as a woman, as a businesswoman, as a leader in your field? Well, so I'm a soul shift. I'm the soul shift strategist. I help women shift their souls. And you're and in full ownership of it and full integrity of your value. Yeah. And so tell me, what did you do last month financially? Um, last <laughs> month, I did 32. $32,000. And how did it feel? It felt amazing. But here's what you don't know yet, right? 
the first seven days of this month, I did 29. You're legendary. I love it. And you know, the beauty of this, and we're having this money conversation that's so beautiful. What I usually will say sometimes to my students, I'm like, okay, great, seven days, let's double, let's do that again. Because when we're talking about this with your beautiful clients and your new programs that you're birthing, we're talking about, you know, the threshold that people have around their money. And it's so beautiful to then go and, and a part of our job is to like push and to go, not push, but to go to accelerate and amplify and go, well, what if? What if you could do it again and again and again and that consistency? So it's like, okay, well, I just did, that's amazing, 29 in seven days, which also indicates all the incredible women that Sean is able to serve. The monetization aspect of it is a representation, like Sean is doing deep level of soul work, helping her students rise and her clients rise into their divine femme force and power and birth their soul's work, right? And that is just like electric, like it's beautiful. There's so much um, deliciousness and, and, and love and care there. And where what we see so much with entrepreneurs, especially female entrepreneurs, is we get that. We know how to care. We are caretakers as women. That's the feminine. But then marrying that up with the ability to to charge appropriately, to, to create a sustainable business, a sustainable life, um, because actually as I'm talking, I'm thinking about the body. And so many people seem to, like I'm saying, if you're struggling financially, chances are you're also struggling energetically financially. I personally, when I was struggling financially, had chronic adrenal health issues uh, because all that fight, flight, fear-based behavior, am I good enough? Can I do it? Um, overgiving, overgiving until my nose always bled. You know, I was caught up with so much suffering and creating that volatile, energetic, physical thing of <gasps> panic, you know? And so I think it's so beautiful because what you're illustrating here is moving from a sense of panic uh, and maybe thinking I can't do it to a sense of power, a sense of uh, safety, a sense of nourishment for you, your family, and then passing it on and doing that incredible work that you're doing in the world. How have some of the things changed, like say even just in your day-to-day -day life or with your family? Like what, what does your family know? Like how do they, do you share your growth with them? I mean, obviously they would see it and feel it. Well, yeah, they know. It's really interesting. I've, I've got five kids. And so my youngest two girls, they're 14 and 16, right? And so I just talked to them a lot about how doing this has given me options. I have options now. I can choose. And I think, but I think you said this thing in a, cl in a class where you said, um, you ask a question. You said, um, what do you need to give up? That probably was a big breakthrough for me, right? And what came up for me? is that I needed to give up the responsibility of trying to carry every other woman into freedom. That that wasn't, it wasn't my response. It, I, I'm here to teach. I'm here to serve. I love I that. Help. Yeah, that's a big one for me too. I love that because that's a drain that I'm also talking about where we feel that burden. Uh, it's very ego actually, not to say that someone said this to me one time, I think about it. A lot of the sort of karmic or the disposition that so many women have, especially so empathic women who really want to do great work in the world is that we are responsible. But at the end of the day, each soul, as you know, Sean, better than anybody, 
everyone has their own journey. And someone said to me a long time ago, like Ingrid, like you can't control their destiny. You know, like they have to choose. And I suppose that's when I, like you, like that's such a, I'm glad I shared that with you because it's such a beautiful thing to release that. Do you feel a lot lighter? Like, how do you feel now? Oh God, like so much so. And that's the thing I keep, I'm trying to teach my daughters now. That like, because I think that we teach it, we learn it from watching other women, even if they don't say it. Absolutely. So I'm trying to teach my daughters. You don't, I say this thing to my clients all the time. You don't have to set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. And I've learned to stop setting myself on fire. And so what happens is that when I'm no longer responsible for all of these other people, there's so much creativity to create higher level work to be able to bring in different level of people, right? People who want to shift. So I always enjoyed the work, but I enjoy it differently. I think it's changed. I mean, heck, it's changed how I dress. It's changed. There's just this freedom that I didn't have before because I was trying to carry the whole world. I love it. And do you do you feel more, so you're feeling more energized, more creative, more free, more liberated? Are you attracting a different type of client, do you feel? Or are they taking more responsibility for themselves? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm attracting a different kind of client. I did what you said. I raised my prices, right? Um, (laughs) I raised my prices. (laughs) And I'm attracting people who, I'm attracting people who are like me. I was willing to make the sacrifice. I was willing to do the work, right? Before I was was attracting a lot of people that I had to take care of. Now I'm, and and in fact, if I'm like interviewing somebody trying to figure out if they're a client, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. You're not the client that should come to me. You're not my harvest. I'm not that kind of client, right? And so it's just, I don't, I I love my work. I have so much more time to spend with my family. Um, I don't do the work I don't love anymore. Um, it's just is different. You're so, you're so inspiring. And I just love your vibe. You're so infectious and such a powerful, powerful woman. So for me, seeing you shine in this way and go to that next level is just such a joy to witness. And the fact that you're raising these beautiful um, young girls going into womanhood. And I, I feel you because they are watching, you know, everything that you're doing, how you're speaking, how you're living, how you're, how you're holding space for your own selves. Um, so that's so beautiful to see. So if you, if someone's watching this video and they're sitting there considering um, joining any of my programs, what would you say to them? I would say that they absolutely should do it if they are willing not just to create an offer, but to grow up inside. Mm -hmm. If they are willing to come into a space where you're gonna be loved and nourished, but you're also gonna be challenged to overcome your crap, that the lies you're telling yourself. And I would say do it, but only do it if you're willing to shift. If you're not willing to shift, you're just gonna be in there wasting your time. But if you're willing to shift there, I mean, there's no better program. Thank you, darling. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you. You're right. I love the willingness to shift. I loved that. And it's so true. Like, I think sometimes people in some of my teachings, um, I'll say to people, you know, it's almost sounds like a silly question to say, are you, are you ready to shift? Are you ready to do the work? Do you really want to have radical abundance? Do you really want to have a booming, beautiful business? 
Um, because sometimes energetically what I feel is without even realizing it, and I've done this within myself as well. And I sometimes have to call myself out on this every other day and just see like, okay, where are you really wanting to be? And are you fully aligned and committed to this? Because I think sometimes we put one foot in and one foot out and even having one foot in and one foot out when you're not really grounded in that, it's like I am, I am committed, I'm connected, I'm attuned to this next vision. It's like you can be so easily thrown off course because you actually haven't made that full embodied decision to go on the journey. And sometimes I think the journey is challenging. Like it's not always um, a bed of roses. There are things that you're going to have to face, but I feel like life can be challenging anyway. So why not do the central work, which is also the work that you do, Sean, to elevate, to heal, to ascend, to return to yourself? Because I think that's one of the highest levels um, or the big, biggest gifts that we can give to ourselves. Because life as you know just flows so much better because I know what it's like to have that level of suffering when you're not really clear or connected or aligned um, with your truth with your power I think so many women um, the money um, story is such a big story of remembrance remembering that we have the power to create it remembering that we don't have to be beholden to the patriarchy to a man to society to a government um, that we can create it and, and, and manifest it, build it, and, and then pass that level of financial liberation on to um, others. It's been a lifelong journey of mine. It's not always easy, but it's very, I think it's a very, I think it's one of the best things that we can do for ourselves. No, I agree. I, and I think you don't know how bound you are till you get free. Oh my God, girlfriend. You don't you even know how. Speaking my language. Yes. You don't, you don't know how bound you are until you get free. I, I tell you, I could not agree more with that. Like I even coming through having that hysterectomy that I had, which was um, recently, which was tied into some other deep karmic healing of mine and trauma from my past and things like that, family stuff. Um, then as I, it's been 10 weeks now and now my energy is coming back. And then I'm looking back and going, oh my God, I didn't realize like how, because I just put up with that level of pain for so long that I didn't realize. And I know that this is a, a beautiful sharing thing and I'm doing it more like a conversation, but that's not what I feel like today. But wait, like, I just, um, I love that. I love what you just said. It's so interesting, like how bound we are in our money stories, our self-worth stories, what we think we can have, what we think we can create, how long we think it has to take. It's, it's like, it's all a story, isn't it? But do you know I lost 30 pounds? No. Like I wasn't trying to, it was just as I started taking off all this stuff. Oh my God, Sean. It's taking off the baggage. I've studied this deeply, do you know, as well? I no, I didn't know this. No, but I didn't know that, but I literally just started losing weight. It was just like losing all the heaviness and the burden of carrying others and allowing in. Well, I suppose what you've also been doing, and I, I can totally get this too, is receiving. Yes. Allowing yourself to receive divine compensation, allowing yourself to receive divine love, allowing yourself to be a teacher and leader that, um, that is there to like share your work, but you're no longer doing that. Okay, I'm, I'm picking you up. You're there as that full force woman 
who's there doing your life's calling without paying penance and doing the hallowed sacrilegious sacrifice of the picking up aspect. And so what's happening is on a scientific point of view, I don't know if you know this, but you would be doing something which is called stimulating the relaxation response, the pleasure response, which is the only way the body can heal. Because if you're in fight, flight and burden of carrying, your body is going to be so stressed. And so what does it do? Holds on to weight. Holds on to, because it feels literally that it's being attacked. Because in some way you actually are attacking self. So um, I've been skinnier, heavier, up, down, you name it. And when I was doing all my healing uh, work, I, and I still continue to do it, but um, I came up with a process of shape-shifting my physical reality, my physical body before I started working on my money stuff, where through cultivating that relaxation response and releasing all the stuff that I didn't want to carry anymore, you become a different, a different vibrational. And if you look at the neurotransmitters in your brain, the way that you digest and process food. So if all that energy is going out to all those people of rescuing that rescuing energy, all that energy that you're not assimilating and digesting and processing the food, you're not able to get the nutrients in from the food. So in a way, even with more weight, your cells are like starving. So isn't it interesting how the whole thing is a physical, spiritual, emotional, and financial embodiment? How is it a I find it fascinating. I find it fascinating. It's, you know, so my birthday was Saturday, right? And I said to a friend today, I said, I feel like this year was the first time that I let, not people close to me, but like all these other people love me. I love that. that I like let them like I didn't have this wall garbage kind of I let them and I was like this is really cool right but it's that work that really started you know I mean I mean I feel like I've been doing this journey a long time but I do think that there was a significant breakthrough in your program when you started challenging us are we really ready for abundance like to really do yeah. that work to own that and to, and to even have to admit that you may be intellectually ready, but emotionally, there's still a lot of crap there. And so you intellectually know all this stuff, but emotionally, you don't know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. It's, um, I love it because I have a bit of a giggle because it's still the process of that transformation. You have to go through it and we can really um, sabotage ourselves without realizing it. And then you go through it and then you release and, um, and face it and you ascend and you keep going and going and going until there is a deep level of remembrance where it's that deep internal belief that you have integrated. So I think what your transformation, and I'll wrap it up, your transformation um, fully shows your embodiment. It's even coming to your body. It's embodiment, the physicality of your reality. Like money is a physical reality of your brilliant, you monetizing your brilliance. Right. And then your body's health is a, it's all a physical reality. It's just, okay, showing up in a, uh, in a financial form, showing up as another physical form, which is your body, showing up in your relationships. I love the story of you sharing how you allow the, there's another aspect of receiving, allowing in money, allowing in love, 
allowing in um, these incredible new clients that are coming in that are ready to do the work so you don't have to carry them. That's another aspect, as you know already, I'm telling you what you know, but just reiterating to the people watching so we get really clear here, um, another aspect of self-love. Um, so I think that the money journey is a big journey of returning to self and self-love as well because I was so damaging to myself and abusive to myself and I kind of didn't even realise I was doing it because I was so conditioned to being that way. That's how I survived growing up. It was like give, 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 make sure my family's okay, make sure everyone's okay. And that became my patterning of behaviour that felt really good and safe to me. But in the end, it started like turning on me and poisoning my body, poisoning my bank account, poisoning my, and I like literally had no energy because my energy was so dispersed going into all these directions where there was, it was really a lack of self-love. But I grew up with that level of, that's how I functioned. That was my normal. And I think, do you agree that, uh, Sean, like that's, a lot of people, like you were saying, like they're unconscious. They don't even realize how much scarcity they're in or how, like, so you can say, yeah, I want abundance or I'm doing all these things in my business. But then if you're not getting the traction that you want, it's not about blaming or shaming. It's about being real and looking at, well, something's out of alignment because otherwise there would be the conversion which comes from connection, which comes from like attraction, like attracting like. So if you're saying, I want more abundance and I want more clients and I want this and I want to be a leader, and that's not coming in, it's obvious. It's literally like you don't have to be a genius to figure this out. You're not, there is something, like you're not in the vibration to receive it. And that's sometimes the most maddening, frustrating, but also the most healing point of our journey, isn't it? Because it's so frustrating, isn't it, Sean, sometimes? Like you're like far out, like what like I have it not with clients anymore because I did that but I used to attract I was saying to you all these victims and all these people who I just couldn't give enough to because somewhere in my vibration I must have had the belief that this was all that I deserved and that it was my duty in my life to be some sort of rescuer for all these people and how could I be powerful and not take everybody with me. So it's sort of like, oh, I'm not allowed to be a full powerful. I'm not allowed to have, oh, I could then have money, make lots of money, get started making money. But then what happened? My energy would still be terrible and low because I was still paying the penance. I'm still, but that's the journey. So it's like, okay, well, what beliefs and healing does needs to happen now in order for me to make money but have a sense of real nourishment where when I speak to my client, when I speak to my staff, they listen to me. I would have staff literally. I'd go, can you do the, 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 And it was literally like I never said it and they would completely ignore me. And I was like, but look at that. I So I must have a vibration of I'm ignored. Listen, when you're saying this, like it always, I, okay. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I've been like, I'm serious. I'm telling people clearly what I want. How could they not? Do you know how many women come to me and tell me this? And I'm like, you're little, they go, what they do to you too? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I need to do something on this because, you know, 
Well, it, it's, you know, it's interesting to me listening to you because we're from different parts of the world. You know, we have different life experiences, but yes. there are some things that are very similar. Yes. And for me, the story that I think that I was telling myself a lot that I see women tell themselves is that I'm strong enough to carry everybody, but not strong enough to put them down. So I owe you I, I, that, that to prove I'm strong, to prove I'm strong, I should, I'm going to carry you, right? And so it's the putting down of that, right? And then the thing that you say that even still stings now, because I actually really like myself, right? And when you go, but this is really an issue of not loving yourself. And then you want to push back and go, no, I do, like, I really like myself, right? But I didn't like myself enough yes. to stop carrying them, right? And I think that that's the hard part of the work is like, can you, so when you force us to be like, well, where's the alignment? If you, if you're telling me this out of your mouth, you're telling me that you're a six figure diva. Why aren't you like, why aren't you right? And having to look at that level of self. And that is, I'm, that is it. And to me, I love it because we're so different so when you say it, there's really no place to run. I can't be like, you know, it, it's just, it's like, okay, you're telling the truth. I mean, I don't like you, like, yes. but you're telling the truth, right? And also, Sean, you just mentioned a great point and I will wrap it up, but I just have to say what peeves me off so much um, with people who call themselves leaders and coaches and everything is that when, like, I'm not here to win friends and be the, you know, the, be the favorite person on the block. I'm here to create change. And that is um, a pact that I've made with the divine, with God, with creator, with my life. And it, it does, we're talking about that, creating that sense of like, it ha does come from courage, but I got real balls when it comes to that ovarian power. Like where, um, when I call people on their stuff, um, but don't you think that that's like a rite of passage for, like, are you going to be strong enough to, even if you know that you're going to either trigger someone or someone might get pissed off with you a bit or be a little bit uncomfortable at the beginning, but isn't that our job? Isn't that what people, so I feel like some coaches, like I could, it's much easier for me to just shut up and to not say things. So it takes energy. Like I don't think people realize it just takes a lot of, and for you to trust yourself enough to follow through. And then everyone can be discerning and choose what they want to take on board and not. Sometimes things do not resonate maybe, but I've, I've become pretty um, clear on, and, on behavioral patterns and people's energies and things like that. So I think that um, as coaches and healers and leaders, and we have to care enough to speak um, truth and to have the confidence enough to own that. And I know that that's what you would be doing with your people. Like, I know that you have a very powerful voice. And so, I don't know, I just, you, the reason that I think in the end that you came to me is that you weren't necessarily looking for me to agree with everything or for you always to agree with me, but it's to have someone that honors you, that sees your brilliance, that isn't going to BS you, that's going to create a safe, you know, and to, to guide, to help you see things maybe in a different light and it's your choice to take on board what you want. Like we were telling you a brainstorm about some of your work before and you're like, oh, you're probably, you know, but, and for me to just to gently, but, but 
powerfully stay grounded in that um, is something that I've had to learn a lot as a woman because we're most told to um, disown that and just to be the people pleaser. But I think as a powerful coach, mentor, leader, that's not completely our role. Yes, we can be loving. Yes, we can be kind. Yes, we can give someone a beautiful cuddles and kisses and tell them how amazing they are. That's one part of it. The other part is that real direct, clear guidance to help people change. I mean, you're a shapeshifter, like you're helping people change the way they see themselves. And I think that one thing that I would like to just compliment you on, and I feel in your vibration so strongly, is this really deep, fierce, loving um, woman. That, and I think that that's exactly what you're doing with your clients and students. You you really have that energy. And I, when I feel into you, it's very, and I think as you've probably done even more and more work on yourself, people will turn to you because you have that energetic vibration of love and strengths. And, and as you're able to soften a bit with it, which is what you've, you've been expressing about allowing more love in, you're just going to have so many people then showing you even more love because you're basically saying, I'm ready for more love. It's not just more, you know, you're like, you're like, you know, and you're allowed to be strong in that and fierce. And I think so many women are blamed and shamed for being um, powerful. And one of the, and I just want to commend you because everything that you've created uh, and all the results that you've created, um, whilst, you know, we've offered support and offered content and love and space holding and all that, but um, you've done the work and you have committed. And um, anytime I do videos like this and interviews and thank you for your time, I just really need to say that it is a co-creation. Like you have shown up in all your glory and all your magnificence and um, dealt with your own suffering and your own journey and have just continued to expand and expand. So I just want to give you a high five because that all comes down to you. Um, and I know that you will continue to grow and escalate and escalate and amplify what you're doing. Um, Cause I can feel also that you're so, you're like so committed to that. <laughs> um, so you're going to get it. It's beautiful. So thank you um, today for joining us and um, thank you for allowing me to do a long winded different type of conversation. No, I appreciate it very much. Thank you. And thank you for every, thank you for having the courage to say yes, to help me say yes. Thank you, beautiful. You're gorgeous. You're, I'm really, I'm just inspired by you. You make, you make me want to be a better woman. <laughs> well, you make me want to be better. So that, I mean, it's, it's a good thing to make me want to be better. It's mutual. So much love. Thank you for joining us today. So gorgeous, if you've been listening and you're ready to grow your booming, beautiful online business or you're ready to take your current business into a whole other divine, juicy stratosphere, schedule a call with one of my strategists. We're going to map out a four-part plan to radically grow your revenue and your impact with authenticity, grace, and proven strategy. I cannot wait to explore how we can make magic together. So apply for your complimentary strategy call now at ceodivachat.com.